Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listener's Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. It's Saturday, September 3rd, 2016, and as always, we've got the latest listeners' letters, messages, and reports we receive from you coming right up. So please stay tuned. I'm Eunji Kim. And I'm Kim Ji-in. We'll be right back. As many of our listeners might have noticed, we're joined by a special guest once again on today's Listener's Lounge. Our producer, Unji Kim, is filling in for Emily this week. Hi, Unji. Hi, Jian. How are you doing? Good. How are you? It's good that it's Saturday. <laughs> I can't believe it's September already, though. I know. It's quite amazing how, t- how time flies, mm-hmm. and uh, it's kind of weird how... Every month, it surprises me that it's right. the new month. Right. Never ceases to amaze me. But I believe there's something that you wanted to say to our listeners personally, right? Mm-hmm. I would like to take this opportunity to thank every single one of our listeners who have taken our annual overseas listener satisfaction survey, both on and offline. We received more offline surveys than we anticipated so early in the month as well. So thank you so much for going through the trouble to mail them back to us. Well, this year, many of our listeners also scanned them and sent them to us uh, via email, which also takes a lot of effort, actually. So I think those responders also deserve a special mention. True, but those were sent out at random, and everyone else who took time to take the online survey did so on their own account as well. So again, thank you, everyone. Your responses are always a great help to us, and we are extremely grateful. And of course, those of you who wrote down your emails have been automatically entered into a raffle, so don't forget to check back for the draw results. Moving on to the next item, the top three contestants of the third annual KBS Korean Language Video Contest are due to arrive in Seoul tomorrow, mm-hmm. September 4th. That's really exciting. Well, the top three contestants are coming for the very final round of the contest, but they will also get a chance to get a bit of tour around Korea, including the KBS studio, during their week-long visit. Right, this time they're here for seven days, mm-hmm. and the top three contestants are Nervira Liza Putri of Indonesia, Aiden Waite of Canada, and Fatima Shitu of the UK. So you can watch their Korean language videos on our website website at world.kbs.co.kr. And cheer on for your favorite contestant and stay tuned for the final results. And here's one last reminder for our listeners in Europe who tune into our broadcast via WRN English. As we mentioned the past couple of weeks, some changes have been made to the transponder number and the downlink frequency. Utilsat, the operator of the Hotbird satellite, has informed us that WRN English listeners will need to retune or rescan your receivers to transponder 122, and the new downlink frequency is 10.949 MHz. The service will be dual illuminated on the current and the new parameters until September 3rd, which means today. So after today, the service will only remain on transponder 122. So make sure to retune or rescan your devices today if you have yet to do that. And last but not least, before we get to the letters and reports of the week, it's time for a monthly birthday celebration. 
That's right. It is the first Saturday of September, and we actually have just one shout-out to give out today, and it's for our very own DJ Angie Park of K-Pop Connection. Woohoo! DJ Angie will celebrate her birthday on September 14th, so if you want to congratulate her, feel free to send us messages on Facebook or via email, and we'll relay them to her. And I know K-Pop Connection actually has their own message board as well, so you can Mm -hmm. mention her birthday on there as well. That's right. And just so you know, it's not just around the first week of each month but you can let us know of your birthdays or your friends birthdays all year round we'll just mention it on air on each first saturday of the month that's right now we're going to take a quick break before we come back to share with you this week's listeners letters messages reception reports and more so stay tuned You are listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. It's time now for us to take a look at the listener letters and recession reports. As usual, we receive some lovely handwritten, typed-up, emailed comments, letters, and reception reports from you, our listeners, and we'll share some of those with you on this program. We'll start with a handwritten reception report that made us all so very happy. Our UK monitor, Grant Skinner, sent us a report for August 5th when he tuned into our 1600 hours UTC broadcast on 9.515 megahertz, 31 meter band. We were happy because he could actually hear us. Grant wrote, I could not believe my ears today. KBS World Radio was somewhat on. And by somewhat, he meant a simple rating of 25342. But considering how he couldn't even pick up our signal at all for a while, this seemed like a great news. He also noted, loud waves, lady presenter there, but signal needed more oomph. Grant was also asking if there had been some changes made at our Kimja transmitter site, but as far as we are aware, there were no changes. But whatever the reason, we hope that the conditions are continuing to improve and that you are able to hear us better now. Thank you, Grant, as always, for monitoring our broadcasts. Definitely good to hear that he could hear us. Mm-hmm. It looks like the signal was a bit stronger toward Finland, though. We received a typed-up recession report from Dr. Antti Ilikoski of Finland, dated August 12th. Antti listened to us between 1625 and 1638 hours UTC on this day on 9.515 MHz using a Neaton Satellite 750 World Radio and a Telescopic Antenna. Some details of what he could hear were given, and Antti rated the Sinpo 35333, saying that the recession was rather good with no QRM or interferences. Auntie also wrote, Dear receivers, I'm a Finnish 56-year-old computer engineer. I've been a DX listener ever since I was 21 years old. I enjoyed receiving your transmission since I have friends who have your QSL verification. I had some difficulty copying the content of your talk program because the audio did not have the higher audio frequencies. I do know that cutting the audio spectrum at the upper end is a way to put more power into the ARG signal, but it will lower the intelligibility of the audio signal. I'm a member of the international association called the Mensa, and we have had some discussion as to the Go board game there. I have been told that Korean Go players are exceptionally successful. 
Well, that is true. Mm. Uh, one particular Korean Go player actually received some global recognition earlier this year when he played against a Google artificial intelligence program, AlphaGo. And yes, a lot of people are still talking about that here. But honestly, and unfortunately, the majority of us don't know how to play. It's quite difficult. It is. I mm-hmm. mean, I used to learn as a child. My wow. mom actually sent me to a Go um, Institute or Academy because she thought it would calm me down as a child. <laughs> I was a rambunctious child, uh, but it did neither. I couldn't learn it. I couldn't calm down. I just flicked the go balls around. And well, that props way. to you, though. You probably know so much more than I do, though. That's the thing, though. I don't. Oh. <laughs> it is so very difficult. Um, very but difficult. putting all that aside, I think it's also quite amazing that our listener, uh, Auntie Ilikowski, is actually a member of Mensa International. I believe it's the best-known high-IQ society in the world. And to say the least, it is very impressive. Indeed. Well, as for the absence of the higher audio frequencies, I don't think that was done intentionally on our end, at least not by us when we were adjusting the waves. Well, we'll check with the technical team to make sure that it wasn't their doing either. Auntie also sent us a beautiful postcard of Helsinki's Finlandia Hall, as well as a gorgeous photograph of massive clouds over a body of water. The sky in the picture was stark blue and was just stunning. We're wondering if Auntie took the picture, so if you're listening, let us know. And also, thank you so much for the Suomi Coat of Arms sticker. This all will be going into our display case, and we'll send you the QSL card you've requested as well. Well, thank you, Auntie. Meanwhile, going back to the UK, another one of our monitors there, Nick Sharp, continues to keep us posted on the recession conditions 25 kilometers southwest of London. Taking a look at some of his latest reports dated August 26th through the 31st, it appears that the conditions continue to fluctuate quite a bit for our 2200-hour UTC broadcast on 11.810 megahertz. Nick tuned into us using a Yesu Musen FRG8800 receiver with a 15-meter long shape, uh, excuse me, L-shaped long wire external antenna set two meters above ground. On the 26th, he rated the Simpo 24222, and on the 27th, it was much better at four across the board. He was actually able to give us quite a bit of detail of uh, what he could hear on this particular day. But the Simpo then dropped to three across the board on the 28th and the 29th, and unfortunately fell to one across the board on August 30th. But again, fortunately, it bounced back up slightly, though, to 24222 once again on August 31st. Hopefully, the number of one-across-the-board ratings will continue to decrease, making room for more four-across-the-boards. Thank you, as always, Nick. Well, staying in the UK, this time hailing from Sheffield, England, we received an email from listener Patrick Travers recently. He wrote, Dear KBS, I was listening to your English broadcast on August 27th at 0800-20900 GMT, UTC. I was using a pure internet DAB radio. Audio quality was superb. I listened to World Radio News with presenter Alan Rowe about North Korea's ballistic missile launches. Touch Base in Seoul was an interview with Philip K., a Danish singer who has settled in Korea and has released his first song in Korean, Children Don't You Play on Earth. Philip is a reggae singer. He is to release an album titled Gazing in the Sky. KBS Listeners Lounge shared listeners' letters. You also spoke about the earthquake in Italy. You also mentioned that there is a satisfaction survey on your website. I enjoyed listening to the broadcast. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Best wishes and regards. Patrick Travers. 
Well, thank you very much, Patrick, and it's wonderful to hear from you. DAB Radio is, of course, digital audio broadcasting for those of you who may not know. And even though it's not shortwave, we hope to hear from you again very soon. Up next is a handful of monitoring reports sent to us by our monitor, Mohammed Shamim S. of India, who tuned into our broadcast on both 9.515 MHz and 9.640 MHz. He tuned into us on 9.515 MHz on August 7th between 1600 and 1700 hours UTC and rated the Simpo 4 across the board. He used a Grundig YB80 receiver with a 20-meter-long aerial antenna. The rest of his reports dated August 4th, 6th, 26th, 27th were all for our 1600R UTC broadcast on 9.640 MHz, and we were happy to see that the simple rating stood at 4 across the board on all of those days. As usual, Muhammad sent us a separate email to give us his comments about our programs that were broadcast throughout the month of August. He wrote, Special report Rio Olympic Games in Seoul Calling and Touch Base in Seoul were educative and interesting. Special events related with Korean speaking contest was also interesting. Frequency 9.515 MHz at 1600 hours UTC to 1700 hours UTC was loud and clear in my area in August 2016. Frequency 9.640 MHz was good for reception from 1600 to 1700 hours UTC in August 2016. So thank you, Mohammed. Your QSL cards will be sent out very soon. The next report we have is one by a new listener. Listener Sutik Hati of India sent us a very simple email according to which Sutik tuned in to us on August 25th from 1600 to 1630 hours UTC on 9.640 MHz using a Sony CFS analog receiver. The simple rating given was three across the board and... That was all the information on the email. It was actually the first time I heard Sutik's name. So Sutik, if you're listening right now, we're hoping that you'd be able to give us a little bit more information next time. Thank you very much for the report and we'll send you a QSL card very soon. We hope to hear from you again soon. Our monitor, AKM Nuruzaman of Bangladesh, has been monitoring our 1600 hours UTC broadcast on 9.640 MHz. Most recently, he emailed us his logs dated August 12th through the 20th when he tuned in to us using a Sony ICF SW7600GR receiver with an indoor telescopic rod antenna. He rated the Simpo 3 across the board for all seven days. We also received an emailed report from listener Jahangar Alam of Bangladesh's RFI fan club. He wrote that he tuned into our 1600 hours UTC broadcast on 9.640 MHz on August 21st using a Grundig digital receiver with an external antenna. The simple rating stood at 22223. Thank you both very much for your reports. We'll be sending out your QSL cards very soon. Our monitor, Ratan Kumar Paul of India, also sent us his logs for our 1600R UTC broadcast on 9.640 MHz dated August 22nd through 28th when he listened to us using a Sony ICF digital receiver. The recession conditions range from fair to good with the SIMPA rating staying at either 3 across the board or 4 across the board. Thank you, Ratan, as always. The next report is from listener Paul Walker of the U.S. who tuned in to us via 9.640 MHz all the way in Alaska. He left us an online report saying that he tuned in to us on August 16th via the frequency from 1650 to 1700 hours UTC using his Texan PL880 receiver with a 225-foot long wire antenna and an MTEC ZM21 antenna tuner. 
He rated the simple 43343 and said, Unfortunately, due to work schedules and the heavy rain, I've been kept from going outside to DX, and I only have one recession report to submit this time around. I promise more soon. Well, thank you, Paul. We hope you were able to stay dry through the heavy rain you mentioned. Your KSL card is on its way, and we look forward to hearing hearing from you again very soon. Over in Indiana, USA, unfortunately, our monitor Russell Summers seems to be having difficulty hearing us still. He left us an online reception report for August 27th when he tried to tune in to our 1300 hours UTC broadcast on 15.575 MHz using his Yacht Boy 400 PC receiver with a telescopic antenna. But judging by the simple rating he gave us, which was 14541, it seems unlikely that he would have been able to hear much of us. Thank you, Russell, for continuing to monitor our broadcast despite such unfavorable conditions. Listener Joseph Pachenka seems to have had better luck in Indiana, USA, though. Joseph wrote on his online report that he tuned into us on August 13th from 1300 to 1400 hours UTC on 15.575 MHz using a Drake R8B receiver with a 19-meter sloper antenna. He rated the Simpo 35343 and wrote, News, happy to hear of Korea's gold medal in Taekwondo. Touch base in Seoul, fantastic interview with Alex Bochi, or is it Bochi? Well, anyhow, it was very informative and enjoyable. The bit of his classical music number was great. KBS Listener's Lounge, once again, I enjoyed the listener's feedback and also the oldie song Why, which took me back to the early 70s when that style of music was popular. Well, I believe Joseph was talking about our touch base in Seoul interview with Alexander Bati, the principal trumpeter of the Seoul Philharmonic Orchestra. But that interview was aired on August 20th, so we think Joseph may have had the date confused by a week. So Joseph, if you're listening, we'll send you a QSL for August 20th, not 13th. And this is exactly why it's so helpful when our listeners give us some details about what they've heard. We can correct certain mistakes like this and send you more accurate verifications. And for those of you who are curious as to what Joseph was talking about, you can listen to the interview again on our website at world.kbs.co.kr. Well, thank you, Joseph, for your report. Of course, our 1300-hour UTC broadcast on 15.575 MHz is beamed toward North America, but its signal often seems to get picked up in Japan as well. Well, if you think about it, Japan is kind of on the way toward the Pacifics from where we sit, so I guess it's not that surprising. Anyway, uh, Hideki Soma, listener Hideki Soma, sends us his report for the broadcast time to time, and in the latest handwritten recession report, he said that he tuned in to us on 15.575 megahertz from 1300 to 1400 hours UTC on August 17th using a Sanjin ATS 606A receiver with a 303 WA-2 antenna. Now, this yielded a simple of 55 454, so overall good and actually quite a lot of bit better than our listeners in the U.S., unfortunately. Well, thank you, Hideki, for your report, and we'll send you a QSL card very soon. I think we may have time for one more report. Our monitor, Shazad Sabir of Pakistan, tried to tune into our broadcast on August 24th from 1600 hours UTC on 9.640 MHz and again on 1610 hours UTC on 9.515 MHz, but unfortunately could not pick up the signal on either frequencies. He rated the SIMPO 1 across the board for both broadcasts and wrote, Hello dear, greetings from Pakistan. We're fine and hope you are also. 
Yesterday, we were on our radio and tried to listen to KBS programs but failed. Please take action. Well wisher Shazad Shabir. Well, Shazad, thank you for your report. We actually haven't heard much from Pakistan lately, so please keep us posted on how the broadcasts are being received in your region these days, if you can. The signals for both of those frequencies seem to be at least fair most of the times in India and Bangladesh, but maybe its strength drops a bit in the northwestern direction. We'll also check with the technical team, but in the meantime, please be patient. Thank you again, and we hope to hear back from you again soon. And that brings us to the end of this segment. That's all the time we have for the letters, emails, and recession reports from you today. We do apologize that we cannot share every single letter and report from you on the show due to time constraints. But just because it's not mentioned on the program, it doesn't mean your letters and reports are any less valuable than the ones that are mentioned on the air. And of course, just because we don't mention you on the air doesn't mean you don't get your QSL cards. We do send out QSL cards for uh, all the verified reports that we get through all the channels, including uh, snail mails and emails and online reports. And please know that we appreciate every single report, messages, comments, and any form of feedback from you. Thank you, everyone, as always, for keeping in touch with us. The information you provide to us is very important and we rely on you to keep tabs on how our broadcast is being received in your part of the world. So please do keep those reception reports coming. And once again, we are continuing to update our address book and collect information about Listener's Club. So if you have any changes in your contact information or if you are involved in a Listener's Club, please let us know. Send us an email to english at kbs.co.kr with either address or Listener's Club on the title or the subject uh, with the new information. So it'll be easier for us to identify your mails quickly and update our address books. And as we briefly mentioned before, we're introducing a brand new segment on KBS Listener's Lounge. Starting this week, we'll be inviting our mail correspondent, Yuna Lee, into the studio to tell us a bit about the inner workings of the KBS World Radio's mailroom, as well as how to navigate around our website and Facebook page. So without further ado, we give you Inside the Mailbox with Yuna Lee. Hello and welcome to Inside the Mailbox. I'm Yoon Holly. In this new weekly corner, I'll share updated information from our Facebook page and events and answer listeners' inquiries. Also, I'll tell you how to navigate around our KBS World Radio English service website. First up, let's go to our Facebook page. There were a couple of new postings on our Facebook page recently. On the 28th, we announced the Y2C winner for August 26th, Abby Anley. Congratulations! If you haven't done so, please email us your mailing address to kpop at kbs.co.kr so we can send out your prize. Y2C questions are posted on our Facebook page weekly for our listeners to answer and participate in a chance of winning a prize. The answers are also featured in our Kpop Connection every Friday, and the winner is announced at the end. So stay tuned if you have submitted one. Another special posting I would like to mention is the photocopy of the KBS World Radio QSL cards from October 16th of 1981, which we received from our longtime listener, Brian D. Webb, from New Zealand. We were very excited to receive a historical piece of our English service and send a huge thank you for sharing it with us. 
To check out the photos, make sure to head on over to our English Service Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash EnglishKBS. Now let's move on to website directions. There is a feature on our KBS World Radio English Service homepage that I'm sure many of our listeners might not have recognized. Towards the bottom of the page, on the left side of the screen, you will find a gray box labeled as Entertainment. Within that box, you can find a ton of the latest news and information about the entertainment industry. Entertainment news as well as concert information are updated every week, so those who are interested should definitely take a look. To find more about these features, head on over to world.kbs.co.kr slash English. The KBS World Radio quarterly quiz for the second quarter closed as of June. The answers for the second quarter quiz questions were number one, Lisa Dole, and number two, presidential slash single chamber. We selected 50 winners this time, and the winners have been listed on our KBS World Radio website. The prizes were sent out on July 21st, so they should have arrived to most of our listeners by now, depending on their location. Also, the third quarter quiz is currently taking place. We'll be receiving answers until the end of this month through our KBS World Radio English Service homepage or email at english at kbs.co.kr. We ask for your active participation. Now, we often receive questions from listeners asking what the standards are on choosing the winners for the quarterly quizzes. We'd like to provide some tips on increasing your chances on becoming a winner. Obviously, you would have to enter the right answers, but besides that, participants who enter the competition regularly tend to have a higher chance at being drawn as a winner. Also, please check if your proper and full mailing address has been entered into our system. We will most likely send an email confirming your address if it is omitted. However, if the reply is too late or doesn't arrive at all, we have no choice but to choose a different winner. Of course, these tips do not guarantee that you will win in future quarterly quizzes every time, but they certainly will amp up your chances on doing so. And that's it for this week's Inside the Mailbox. Until next time, this is Yoon Ha Lee. Have a nice weekend! That's all we have for you this week on KBS Listener's Lounge. We hope you enjoyed the show as much as I did. Emily will be back next week. This has been Angie Kim. And this has been Kim Ji-yeon. Thank you for joining us and we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.